Good evening, everyone. You're listening to Aggie Radio 92.3 KBLU LP Logan. This is the Aggie Radio Sports Show with me, Jake Ellis, the sports editor of the Utah Statesman. Unfortunately, my partner in crime, the co-host, Jacob Nielsen, unavailable tonight. So going to be riding solo. It'll be a bit of a shorter show, but after last week off for Martin Luther King Jr. Day, Decided that it was still important to uh, get that Aggie coverage uh, in here. So go ahead and jump right into basketball, of course. A very clean week for Utah State men's basketball 2-0 with uh, wins over UNLV and San Jose State. Uh, probably games that they, they had to win, um, but you know, still ones that were going to be challenging. Of course, UNLV is always... Always a threat, um, always a solid program, and especially this year with the hot start they had in non-conference play, um, it's a solid, uh, you know, upper quad win there. I believe it's fallen in uh, two just because it's on the road, but um, a, a solid win, uh, no doubt, and uh, the the also one that they had to win, but was maybe a little tougher than some people thought if you hadn't been watching San Jose State this year. Um, the Aggies take that one 75-74 with Max Shulga being the hero as he uh, nailed that free throw to win the game uh, at the end. So it, the biggest thing to take away from this week is it seems like the Aggies have uh, kind of reevaluated and really learned how to play when they're challenged physically. So... Uh, Games like Boise State and Nevada would be examples of what the Aggies were before and how you know a physical team was just able to dominate them and get that win, especially the Boise game. But this time around, you have a physical San Jose State squad um, that has size, that uh, actually, you know, those centers, uh, Diallo, um, and you know a couple other guys they have that size they have it over uh Dan Akin even but the Aggies are able to compensate they're able to figure things out and uh and get the win and they they still do pretty good in the paint so uh just to recap that game if you if you weren't able to see it a little bit uh the Aggies were down by 6 with 4 minutes to go against San Jose State on Saturday um but they proceeded to go on an 11-4 run to win the game by 1 and it really was a kind of a tale of two halves because Utah State did not look too great in the first half. Um, the Spartans did a really good job of shutting down Stephen Ashworth. I'd watch that film if I were an opposing coach and take detailed notes because uh, no one has been able to shut down Stephen Ashworth as well as San Jose State did in the first half of that game. Omari Moore played some amazing defense. Um but, you know, in the second half, they were able to figure things out. Utah State, oh, excuse me. The other thing I wanted to mention was offensive rebounds. Uh, the Spartans got 10 alone in the first half, and it led them to 16 second-chance points, which is just completely unallowable. It was already the most the Aggies had allowed uh, in a single game that season at halftime. So something that was really hurting Utah State and gave San Jose State a seven-point lead as they went into halftime. But, you know, they made adjustments. They changed uh, their pick-and-roll coverages. They switched a lot more. 
Um, I think the the prime example of that is Dan Akin guarding Omari Moore, the one, um, on a play down the stretch. And uh, two things that that play shows is that you know the Aggies, like they said, they're they're, they're not afraid to uh, be a little unorthodox to facilitate their game plans. All that switching. Uh, the other important thing there is Dan Atkins, excuse me, Dan Atkins' versatility. Because how often can you see a guy that's, you know, I, he should probably be a four most of the time, but in that instance, playing the five, able to switch on the one, guarding from the perimeter down in, and I, I believe he got the block at the end of the play. So just a really impressive performance there. The game plan, the adjustment worked well. Um, it stopped those offensive rebounds at least a little bit. There were still quite a few. Um, it definitely stopped those second chance points. Only four second chance points in the second half, and uh, it really it put a uh, you know a a stop to the Spartan offense and allowed uh, Utah State to make the, up the ground on offense. Uh, they said they you know they kept their mentality play by play. That's what guard Max Shulga said, and then um, you know Steven was able to take off in the second half. He uh, let's see. He only had three points on just one made three on five attempts in the first half. But he, uh, uh, you know, the way that Odom described it is it wasn't necessarily, I mean, um, they were running a few more opportunities for Steven and changed it up a little bit. But he just said it's hard to stop Steven for a whole game. He's determined he's going to find a way to get away from you. That's what uh, Coach Odom said after that game. And, um, it, it really worked. Ashworth scored 16 in the second half alone, um, put up a good game. And uh, Tim Miles, San Jose's coach, said, we just couldn't get him under control. He's a heady player, and he does a lot of good things. So um, definitely uh, an interesting combination there um, of fixing the defense and leading it to offense. It's kind of just how the Aggies work, and obviously we know they're best when they're running in transition. So the adjustments worked, and I thought that was what was most promising to me is that the the adjustments happened at halftime. They, you know, they, they saw what happened in the first half. They figured out a way to fix it, and not only did they, you know, stop some things, but they really took over the game uh, with that adjustment in the game plan. So I was really impressed with that. Um, it's a promising thing uh, I think you can say from Coach Odom as well as the Aggies that they're able to um, come back in this game. It's really a game you can't lose with those two quad four losses already this season. Um, it was going to be tough to, you know, uh, it's going to be tough to make the tournament already as an at-large, but you definitely you can't pick up a quad three loss at home. Um, so really, you, you really got to win out at home um, at least with the New Mexico game, Boise, uh, the way they're playing this year, you might be able to you know sneak in at large with a loss there, but it's definitely one you're going to be trying to win. <laughs> Obviously, they try to win every game, but one that would that would really help the resume there. Uh, and on the road, you just you can't take any dumb losses. Uh, they're heading to Fresno State uh, the end of this week, Saturday, and that is just a game that. Uh, it is a bit of a trap card. Fresno has taken down some really big Mountain West players. They took down UNLV. Um, but it's a game that Utah State really can't lose if they want their resume to stay as good as it is. Um, so that'll be important this weekend.
Let's go ahead and uh, take our first break. When we come back, we will preview the San Diego State game as well as the Fresno State game uh, later on this week. Of course, you can hear both of those games on Aggie Radio. So stick around. The Aggie Radio Sports Show coming back right after this break. This program is brought to you by AggieCribs.com. Looking for housing in Logan? Rent too much and need a roommate? Getting married and need to sell your contract? Look no further than AggieCribs.com. AggieCribs is your one-stop shop for easily buying and selling student housing in Logan, Utah. Post your contract on the roommate board or check out both on and off-campus housing. All absolutely free and perfect for students. College is hard. Housing shouldn't be. More information at AggieCribs.com. Calling all Aggies in Utah. Show your love for USU while contributing to student scholarships with the Aggie license plate. 100% of your $25 annual contribution goes directly towards student scholarships. Give the gift of education and ride with Aggie pride. Visit usu.edu slash aplate for more info and go Aggies. Programming on Aggie Radio is brought to you by Aggie Print. Aggie Print is the university's professional print shop with a variety of custom options ranging from promotional flyers to apparel and engraving. Aggie Print has two locations on USU campus. Their main office is located at 880 East and 1250 North with a quick print location on the first floor of the Taggart Student Center. More information can be found at print.usu.edu. Aggies, looking for new ways to get involved, make new friends, and get professional experience? Aggie Radio has a place for you. Find out how you can get involved at our website, radio.usu.edu, and we'll see you there. In 1979, Larry H. Miller opened his first dealership in Utah. Though for years he'd worked in other places, he chose to open here because he loved this state. He valued what Utah's people value, integrity, hard work, and the desire to enrich the lives of others. And today, those values continue to drive us forward in business, in our communities, in life. The Larry H. Miller family of dealerships, driven by a love for Utah, driven by you. Welcome back to Aggie Radio 92.3 KBLU LP Logan. This is Jake Ellis, the sports manager of the Utah Statesman. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, like I said, a little bit of a condensed show tonight. I'm riding solo, but let's get right back into men's hoops. Uh, you know, got to carry this momentum from a really solid week at home onto the road to uh, rough road environments uh, for different reasons. Uh, the first one's going to be Viejas Arena down there in San Diego. Um, a, a very tough place to play, and not just um, because it's uh, San Diego State. Um, it's it's just, it's loud. It's um, it, it's sorry. It's not just because of the performance on the quote. It's because it's loud. It's a it's a hostile environment. It's one of the uh, upper echelon environments in the Mountain West. I would say. Uh, you know, it doesn't match full-on Spectrum Magic, but it's uh, it's in that category there, right? So let's go ahead and take a look at the Aztecs. Um, coming into this one, it's uh, it's a game that they're going to want for their resume. They're at 15-4 this season, 6-1 uh, in conference play. 
with their loss being to New Mexico, who was, I believe, ranked number 25 when they got that win. Um, that one happened at home. So, uh, of course, the Aztecs uh, have suffered a loss at home just recently. So it's possible, <laughs> but it will be tough. Uh, that game ended 76-67 with the Lobos taking the win uh, back to Albuquerque. Since then, the Aztecs uh, had some trouble in Fort Collins at Colorado State, had to go to overtime to knock off the Rams, but they were able to do so, 82-76. And then they took care of business at Air Force um, on Saturday. So uh, They're going to be riding also a two-win streak into this game. And uh, let's go ahead and take a look at their top players Going to be using stats just from conference play. Um, it's going to be some familiar names, some new ones. So you got Matt Bradley, of course, uh, who was in that that old Mountain West uh, awards last season. I believe he was the newcomer of the year. Um, uh, he's averaging 18 points in conference play right now uh, and five rebounds. So a uh, you know that similar play as we saw last time, a big physical guy, and um, he's uh, gotten a little better from three. It looks like shooting uh, 47.5% um, just in conference play through seven games. So very solid there. Got some more familiar names, Adam Seiko, Nathan Mensa, kind of doing their same old thing, uh, lower scores, but they, they focus on those rebounds, and they got a good defense, of course. Um, and then the second leading scorer uh, is going to be Lamont Butler for the Aztecs, followed by... Uh, Darian Trammell. So Butler with 13 points per game, 9 points per game for Trammell. So a pretty balanced squad there, obviously spearheaded by Bradley, but you know it's pretty similar to Utah State where uh, you have about four or five guys that get around double digits each game. Sometimes, you know, Ashworth or in this case Matt Bradley will go off, you know, more around 20 a lot of the times. Um, but every once in a while, you get a pretty good game from from uh, you know someone further down the line, like in our case, a Sean Barristow or Max Shulga. So let's go ahead and uh, um, uh, go into the history of this matchup. Excuse me. So of course, for San Diego State, they uh, you know it's just a one win streak against Utah State after the Aggies knocked them down in the Spectrum last year. Um, but the last time that uh, Utah State won in Viejas, uh, wait for it because it's taken me a while to scroll here. It actually, I don't believe it's ever happened. Let's see. I want to double check that before I say that because that is a little shocking. Um, of course, we know it's a hard place to play, but uh, never ever. And um, yeah, I mean, comment <laughs> on the video if, if, if this is wrong, but... At least back to 2014, which is what uh, you know the Aztec website says was the first meeting here. Um, it's been uh, no wins, no wins at Viejas Arena for Utah State. So uh, looking to snap that streak, obviously. Um, yeah, it's definitely sorry. I will confirm there an eight and zero home record for San Diego State. So they are undefeated at home against Utah State. Obviously, the Aggies know it's a tough place to play, 
but uh, even more so when it almost feels like you can't win there when you have some of these veteran guys that have gone on that road trip many times before and uh, they just know like it's it's bad news every year we go to Viejas so uh, looking to end that streak so of course that game is a late night one it's going to be right here on Aggie Radio 92.3 at 9 p.m. Mountain Time um, so make sure you tune in for that one it's going to be a really big one for the Aggies to try and sneak a quad one win obviously facing a solid team on the road um, one that Utah State doesn't really have yet they don't have a quad one win on the road so that would be really big for Utah State to add to their resume. And, uh, you know, on top of it, it's a it's a big uh, announcement to the conference that, hey, the Aggies are here. Um, they haven't really played any of the top weights and done super well yet. Uh, they lose to Nevada. They lose to Boise State. You know, they have the win against UNLV, but they've kind of turned to be a bit more of a mid-tier team. So... That's uh you know that's the most impressive conference win right now that Utah State has, and then San Jose State had him on the ropes the other night. Like I said, San Jose State's good, and I think most of the league recognizes that. But you know traditionally, if you see, hey, the the Aggies only won by one against San Jose State at home, wow, uh you know you got to feel good about that if you're an Aztec fan. So, so hopefully something the Aggies are taking into account that you know they're going to be an underdog there in San Diego on Wednesday night. Then, um, of course, the second game of the week, it's going to be Fresno State at 5 o'clock Mountain Time in Fresno. Of course, I went also on Aggie Radio, so make sure you, uh, you save Aggie Radio on your dial there and uh, tune into the games when you're in the Valley or you can stream them on the TuneIn app anywhere. So really exciting there. We'll go ahead and go to our last break here. Uh, when we come back, we'll chat a little bit of gymnastics and... Uh, little bit of women's basketball so stick around here on aggie radio 92.3 kblu lp logan this broadcast is brought to you by aggie radio 92.3 kblu and holland american line and princess cruises located in alaska Now hiring driver guides for summer 2022, they offer paid commercial driver training in Logan, Provo, and Rexburg. More information is available at alaskatourjobs.com. Once again, that is alaskatourjobs.com. This broadcast is brought to you by Aggie Radio 92.3 KBLU and America First Credit Union. America First Credit Union offers a wide variety of financial services, including home loans for building, buying, and refinancing. More information available at AmericaFirst.com. Come on along and bring your friends. We'll take you to the party that never ends with the Bronze Museum. We're Bronze Museum. And you're listening to Aggie Radio. Bryant Heating and Cooling supports this program on 92.3 KBLU. Bryant Heating and Cooling does whatever it takes. It takes the right tools, attention to details, and friendly, knowledgeable service. More information is available at utahbryant.com. All right, everybody. Last segment of this week's Aggie Radio Sports Show. Hope to have a full one for you next week. Um, But we appreciate you listening all the way through. uh, Jake Ellis here, the sports editor of the Utah Statesman. And, of course, uh, you know, Jacob Nielsen, my partner in crime, hopefully he'll be back next week. Left me for the big city this week, unfortunately. And, uh, yeah, so let's jump into the last segment here, gymnastics. Um, before we get into that, 
Make sure you grab a copy of The Statesman this week, a great feature on Sophie Sullivan by Nathan Dunn, our sports reporter. Um, he, uh, you know, chronicled her 14 knee dislocations. So pretty crazy story how she's still competing at such a high level in gymnastics. Got a 9-9 at the Best of Utah meet uh, just a couple weeks ago. So really exciting there. If you uh, aren't around Logan, Make sure you grab, you uh, head to usustatesman.com, and that feature will be there on Sophie Sullivan. So, uh, right now the Aggies, uh, you know, I've gone one and three in their dual meets. Uh, basically, their first meet, this Best of Utah one down in West Valley, they uh, topped BYU, but they they lost to nationally ranked Utah and Southern Utah. Southern Utah has actually risen up to uh, number twenty-two, and Utah is around number six right now. And uh, then this last week, uh, Utah State went down to uh, southern Utah, Cedar City, to take on the Thunderbirds. And uh, that was a tough one for the Aggies, uh, only racking up a 193.425. So it was a tough night for them. Um, not, not the best scores really all around. It was especially a rough night on bars. Um as well as, uh, let's see, yeah, bars and beam were a bit lower than they probably should have been, and uh, that volt score actually seemed a bit, a bit better than it did at the Best of Utah meet, but it just uh, is one that they're going to want to forget about and move on really quick as they host BYU this weekend, Friday night in the Spectrum. Uh, so a really big meet here. It's going to be a great chance to get a win. Utah State's already beaten BYU. Obviously, uh, the Cougars had a bit of a rough meet um, at the Best of Utah Showcase, uh, only getting a barely getting a one ninety five point one seven five. So the the margin there wasn't as big. And if uh, Utah State shows up like they did in Cedar City, it's going to be a loss most likely. So they're going to want to turn things around. Um, Coach Kristen White's first home meet, so uh, it's definitely going to be an interesting one at the Spectrum. Again, that's uh, 7 o'clock Friday night uh, against BYU. So let's go ahead and pivot to women's basketball. After they got their first conference win uh, on the road at Fresno State on the 16th, it's been downhill since then. So uh, they won that game 68-58, you know, a really solid win on the road. Aggies have Fresno State's number for whatever reason. That's three straight, um, you know, including the tournament and last season. So uh, it's (laughs) – I don't know what to tell you there, um, why they always get up for that game against Fresno State. I don't think it's it's any more of a rivalry or anything. But um, then it was just some really tough losses. Air Force, uh, the Aggies led at several points in that game, and – just couldn't get it done at home. Uh, lost sixty-six to fifty-nine, and then they they really just got blown out at San Jose State on Saturday, seventy-seven fifty-nine. So, really tough loss there. The Aggies back at home this week, uh, hosting Wyoming on Thursday at six, and then hosting New Mexico at two on Saturday. So a couple of chances to see uh, the Aggies woman women's basketball team in action at the spectrum this weekend, but it's, uh, you know, it, it's, a uh, it's tough. It's a tough state of the program, just four wins right now. And, uh, only one of those, a conference win one and seven. So 
they're looking to snap a two-game losing streak, and we'll see what happens there um, on Thursday night. Of course, you can hear uh, all those women's games right here on Aggie Radio, the exclusive home of Utah State women's basketball. So that is going to do it for this rendition of the Aggie Radio Sports Show. Like I said, a little quick one, but I just felt the need to keep you guys updated, even though, uh, you know, we're missing Jacob there. But rest assured, we'll be back next week uh, with a lot more fun um, and uh, some more personality, hopefully. So thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Aggie Radio 92.3 KBLU LP Logan. Make sure to uh, follow the USC Statesman on social media for the best sports coverage and uh we'll be around uh (laughs) for the rest of the season hopefully uh the men's team continues their their good streak here so thanks for listening have a great night this is joey from cardinal bloom and you're listening to aggie radio 92.3 kblu lp Discount Tire is a proud sponsor of Aggie Football and 92.3 KBLU. With locations in Logan, Providence, and Smithfield, Discount Tire offers services such as oil changes, emissions, alignments, car maintenance, and more. More information is available at webtires.net.